is up everybody welcome back to another episode of get low i'm joe i'm a ron how are you sir dude i'm doing good i just moved into a new apartment so if i sound a little echoey it's because i don't have a proper setup right this second but i'm here you enjoying did. life you did you did um th- this past so uh, for the listeners out there you know we we took a week off for two very different reasons uh aaron moved into new, his new place and mine needs emergency renovations so uh yeah because when we were supposed to record last week um <laughs> or rather you know for us recording a week prior to today uh aaron got a phone call from me or a text message rather that said i can't record tonight my basement's flooded <laughs> so you know yeah, i responded with uh oh i gotta move anyway yep and then joe was like can you come help me in my basement first and i was like sure good thing That's we're exactly not recording right. tonight mm-hmm. it was it was rough it was rough i mean you saw how much water was here yeah and um yeah i love you so much for coming and helping me that was that was crucial no, of course. It was it was more water than is in your typical metal core music video. Like Tears Don't Fall by a bullet from a Valentine with the rain falling on it. It was more water than that. Yeah, not very much so. Um, no, dude. Like it was, if he would have turned his basement upside down to where the water was falling off the ceiling, you would have just been in a metal core music video. <laughs> well, I should have started, you know, calling up bands like, y'all need to shoot a music video? Get over here now. <laughs> <laughs> Splash, splash. I was taking a bath. That's it. That's it. But that's why we didn't have an episode come out uh, this past week, uh, just because we've been dealing with so much uh, change and emergencies. And um, And census was enough to hold y'all over, right? It was a fucking good episode. I would have listened to that thing three times if I had the time. That was a good episode. That was a very good episode. Um, Of course, shout out to them for being such you know, phenomenal guests and, and just hanging out with us. That, that was a blast. Um, this week, just us. Um, I have a topic in mind because uh, I don't know if we talked about it before. Uh, I'm going to briefly mention it. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to give out details or names or anything. Uh, but uh, I'm also in another podcast uh, show uh, that deals with gaming. And with that, I'm always listening to the news uh, in relation to gaming, in relation to, um, you know, music, basically anything that pertains to these two different uh, shows. I'm always listening to things. Well, it just so happens that I finally, after all this time, came across a news article, if you will, uh, in (laughs) pertaining to both. Uh, and so what brought this about, uh, for those of you out there and Aaron, I know this is new to you. I literally told him before we start recording, I said, I've got a topic. I want to talk about it. This is, this is something that's really weighing on me as far as just like, you know, kind of, kind of sit at the forefront of my mind. I want to, want to, you know, see your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows Twitch, the massive, you know, streaming service for gamers. Uh, and, uh, or at this point, you know, if you want to be a, you know, my, uh, I guess you could say a non hub related, you know, porn star. 
um, <laughs> basically go on there and do sexual ASMR and just get dudes off uh, while they donate, you know, massive money to you. You would think they have other websites for that when they do, but Hey, it's okay. Um, you know, Twitch is trying to figure out their lane, I guess, after all this time of being a gaming site, but hot tub streams still kind of interesting that they're doing that when there's literally websites built for that, but whatever I digress. What we're talking about today is musicians getting into gaming or streaming. Okay. I'm down with that. Now, you know, when you think about this, I'm going to take us back about a year, maybe a year and some change. COVID hit. Everyone around the world, we talked about this before. We don't have to say much about it again. I'll give you the TLDR. COVID hits. The world goes nuts. Everyone doesn't know what's going to happen. Everyone thinks Jesus is coming back, you know, and, and somehow. Or zombies. And, or zombies, um, you know, and uh, Guillermo del Toro zombies over here. And, uh, you know, we're all just, just going to, you know, uh, die from the coronavirus. Uh, that's, you know, going to turn us into blood-sucking uh, parasites or whatever you want to, you know, decide on. Really. Pick your poison, pick your flavor. It's up to you. Well, with all that being said, uh, in the music side of things, Aaron, as you know, we talked about this before, uh, we have seen over the course of this past year, a lot of artists, bands, so on and so forth across metal, pop, rap, country, whatever you name it, um, be displaced. Because in a world uh, uh, for music that is built for the musician to make money by going out and spreading their brand and their product to the world, and, you know, nation and the world can't do that when you're locked behind your own door. You can't go outside, let alone breathe the air that everyone else is breathing. Correct? Correct. Good. So with that said. A lot of people in that field turned to streaming. A couple of people off the top of my head I can think of directly. Um, Matt Heafy, Trivium, mm-hmm. uh, is one that definitely sticks out 100%. Uh, he's still doing it today and making pretty good money at it. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me one think that of- comes to mind for me immediately is Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke, correct. Because he he I know he started off small and now he's like in the top like what five percent of streamers or something like that. Like it's crazy how popular and how successful he's been with Twitch. Yes. Um another Andrew, the drummer uh from the ghost inside. The gentleman who lost his leg in the accident. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Uh let's see who else. Danny Warsnop um, asking Alexandria. Uh that's correct. That's correct. Uh, I believe also, if I'm not mistaken, um, Ryan Kirby tried his hand at it as well. Ryan yeah, Kirby of Fit King. Yep. Um, I remember because he one week post on face on Instagram rather got the new stream set up. Can't wait to hop in here. What games would y'all like to see? And then about a month later, was like, I have my Go XLR for sale. Who wants it? <laughs> like, um. And uh, that's, that's mainly, you know, not, we're not a gaming show, so we're not going to dive on that topic side of things, but that, that does show that it's not for everyone. However, a lot of these artists would go on there 
uh andrew for one who i love watching uh because andrew's just a big dopey guy like myself and and you know i vibe with his his vibes um andrew will go on there as well as matt as well as many other musicians uh for their channel and they'll have a section of that channel dedicated to music so you know let's say there's they stream from noon to 6 p.m a lot of times from like noon to two they'll do music now what does that help Number one, helps keep their dexterity up, keeps their chops going. You know, if you're playing music for two solid hours for people who are, you know, literally purchasing, you know, songs, they're giving you money to play songs on Twitch's site. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, all those donos go directly to, well, big problem with that. Musicians aren't making all that money. What I mean by that is, have you ever used Twitch before? I have. Have you ever gone to a channel that you weren't subscribed to? Um, yes, but I'm probably not going to remember where you're going with this. Do you remember the very first thing you see when you go to that channel? Usually it's the the little picture for their channel and like a, like kind of like a timeline looking photo. No, I'm talking if they're previous streams. If they're streaming and you go to tune into their live stream, what's the very first thing you see when you go to that website? I honestly you go don't remember. An ad. Oh. The very first thing you see, it doesn't matter how big or how small that streamer is, the very first thing you see, if you are not subscribed to that channel, unless that streamer, if, unless you're subscribed to that streamer specifically designated that ads run with or run for both non and uh, non-subscribers and subscribers, if you're not subscribed and the, you go to that person's channel to just go watch, the very first thing you see is an ad. Now you click on that ad, you go purchase whatever that is, or or whatever the deal is, you click it and you go see the website. If they if they get paid by the click, if they get paid by the purchase, whatever it may be. A lot of times, these musicians are not getting paid mm -hmm. that ad revenue because strictly because TOS. And DMCA. Yeah. Because they, they're playing they like songs. Mute, they mute it, don't they? No, no. Because those artists are playing songs that aren't theirs. And then the, what the what you're seeing is the moderators will pick up on it and go, well, wait a second. You know, you're a musician. <clears throat> they're kind of giving they're giving grace without giving full grace. They're kind of picking and choosing where they want to go with this. Um, and that bugs me. That bugs me a lot because if a musician one, first and foremost, it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic going or not. You know, if you're going to let, and this is where I'm going to get super, super heated for a moment. I don't think I've ever really gotten heated on this show before, but I'm, it's about to happen because I'm pissed off for these musicians. If you're going to go let women and potentially dudes go on your website, predominantly women, because I'm just saying I, I, when I heard about what was going on on Twitch, I, I I'm basically like an undefined journalist at times. I go hunt down the art, like hunt down my story and I find it and I re research it just like this. Right. I did my research. I go on the website. You go to the hot tub streams. You go to the ASMR streams. Guess what you predominantly find half naked women. Now, ladies, Hear me out. I understand. I am a 29 year old 
dude, 29 year old white dude. I'm a ginger for God's sakes. I am a minority within the greater, the, the quote unquote greater side or most predominant color as most people like to say that are privileged in this world. I'm going to tell you now, I don't, I, I'm not going down that path. We're not talking about privilege today. What we're going to talk about is women. I don't care what you do dudes. Also, if you are doing those streams, I don't care what you do that has nothing to do with this you can go go make an only fans for all i give a shit go go, go do go, sex work go, go suck your own titties and joe's gonna be perfectly happy either way uh, yeah you know what free the nipple go put it all over the internet i don't care whatever makes you happy if you are that comfortable i know i'm not i am not that comfortable to put my naked body all over the internet if you're that comfortable to do so do it more power to you power to the people let's make this Let's make this the 1970s, except we're all equal, not just segregated. Like, it, let's everybody have a good time. That's the future I see. I'd love to see everybody, all races, sex, color, creed, you know, whatever it is, sexual orientation. Everybody has a path. Everybody has a life. Everybody's living it and having a good old damn time. We're going to make it happen. Let's do it. But my problem is when you have services where there's literally websites made for that kind of thing you have buy free cams chatterbait fucking what's the one the round robin bullshit where you hop in and you meet up with a stranger in one-on-one um fucking omegle or i guess sure where clearly people are perfectly comfortable getting naked on there especially dudes with fucking cocks out the whole nine yards you have all these platforms that you could do this to that would probably pay better than what you're getting currently mm-hmm. subscriptions on twitch are five dollars a piece you get a half of that you is go really to these other web- huh yeah is it oh wow you go to these other websites it's token based you somebody goes and shit buys fucking hundred dollars worth of tokens guess what you get like i think the last time i saw was like 70 percent of that Jeez. So you're already getting a 20% increase. When we have that demographic moving into that territory, and I mean, you can literally go to Twitch right now, and I guarantee you go to the hot tub streams or the ASMR side of things, and what you're going to see in the hot tub streams are half-naked women, occasionally a dude, most uh, definitely in a bathing suit, most of the time, bathing suit bottoms ridden up so their ass cheeks can hang out. They're showing off. That's fine. You're confident. I'm happy for you. You go to the ASMR side of things where you would think ASMR, it'd be more of somebody making noises on a microphone. Not literally women and dudes deep throating microphones while they have their ass cheeks pointed at the camera. This is actually what happens. This is what happens. Have you actually seen one of these? Yes. It is horrifying because I already don't like ASMR. Then I show up and I'm thinking, oh, this is a humble site to go watch shit. Nope. That's the kind of stuff I would expect on those other websites. They have websites built for that with not, I'm not even kidding when I say this, with security measures set up for women and men alike to make sure that if you want to go into sex work, guess what? You don't have to worry about random predators coming and finding your ass. 
VPN set up in the whole nine yards, make sure you are covered. They have sites built for that. But then you have a musician. You have a musician who goes on and all they're trying to do is enjoy a different brand of their career, a different style of their career where they can go keep their chops up, where they can go play music for the people. People can donate to hear other songs because maybe a guitarist or a drummer or a bassist or a vocalist doesn't know a certain song. Well, guess what? If somebody donates and says, hey, play this song, okay, I'm going to give it my best shot. Then you never know. Maybe that person's going to come back and say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and actually, I'm going to learn this song for you. I'm going to come back and play it. They're going and doing this just like they would do a show. They're playing to the masses as if they were on the road for two or three months at a time. But we're taking money from the musicians all because they're doing what they do. On a platform, on a site that's built for them to do that. Right. Well, and another, the other problem that I have, like you mentioned earlier, is the DMCA. I'm going to use this as a perfect example. Um, Under Oath did, and I know I talk about Under Oath a lot, but this is actually relevant. Under Oath did like a four-part series where they got on and every single album that they had made together, they'll get on and they listen to it track by track and then they discuss each song after each track. Okay? Yeah. Coolest thing ever. I, you, we would have never gotten it if it wasn't for COVID. You know, I enjoyed the hell out of it because I like that stuff. I like artists when they break down their music and yada, yada. Anyway, as you know, those Twitch streams are actually saved. You can actually go back and watch them later. Every single song that they played on those Twitch streams was muted by Twitch and the DMCA because they technically did not own the rights to the music or some bullshit like that because they were signed to a label when those songs were created and released they were not legally allowed to use it on their twitch streams therefore the twitch streams that they put hours i mean i was it was like probably two or three hours a night they did one a week was just gone you and, and it didn't just mute the music too it muted like almost the entire stream yeah and and you're talking you're telling me that even the subs that they got during the live stream they didn't even get to keep and then they were useless afterwards yeah because that, get, mo- that money's null and void at that point and now i get i get that the dmca is more to blame for that than twitch is but i i had a problem with that like a serious one well if you want a funny story and a similar concept i know somebody who dealt with that directly me oh yeah so here's a little story youtube okay same exact rules as twitch if you but the difference here difference here is this twitch doesn't put up with that shit at all whereas youtube will let it slide no youtube is a three strikes and you're out oh i I see so twitch Hell no. Absolutely not. Hell to the no. They won't. They will. They will. I I think, I think Twitch, Twitch will, uh, Twitch has man mods who actually go and review this stuff. Like their job is to go and review this stuff. YouTube has a bot 
mod, especially during COVID. So, and I want to say Twitch might have three strikes and you're out, but their strikes are like, oh, we heard it once, twice, three times in the same stream, you're gone. YouTube's like, hey, we heard it once in this episode and once in this episode and once in this episode. We gave you three weeks to change it and you didn't. Um, so they're a little more lenient. But here is the funny part of this. So the other show that I was talking about earlier alluded to, you know, working in, uh, which I'm still current in. Aaron knows this. Uh, <laughs> the theme song that's currently on the intro to that podcast. Aaron, I know you've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. There's a funky little bass line on it. I wrote the bass line. I recorded the bass line. I produced it with my buddy, Mr. Cruz, who is a rap and hip hop producer. He produced the beat, sent it to me. I sat here for like three or four hours straight playing like noodling to figure out what could work. Okay. Mm -hmm. We finish it, mix it, master it. He sends me the track. All glory be phenomenal. We're, 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 we're in a good, we're good, good place. Good place. So we start slapping it on the intro. We have a full intro built out the whole nine yards. I shit you not, Aaron. Been uploading episodes with that intro for a few weeks. I go onto YouTube to go, you know, look at our analytics, see how things are going. We have a copyright infringement sitting on one of our episodes. What? And I'm thinking, interesting. I don't remember any music being in that episode. You know, like us playing music during the episode. So I go look and it said, this is not a copy strike. This is a warning. Uh, You are now demonetized on this episode. Uh, This is the section that was triggered under our algorithm. And wouldn't you fucking have it? The entire intro was triggered. How? YouTube could not give me, I guess so. YouTube could not give me an answer on that. I disputed it. I disputed it. I went directly in and I sent a message. I was saying there is literally no way possible that this could be copy strike because I wrote it. (laughs) I wrote it, recorded it, you know, helped produce it literally. And thankfully YouTube came back and said, you know, uh, do you have, you know, reference of this being your track? So I sent them the reference. I said, yep, here's the, here's everything you need to prove that this is my track. And they finally came back and said, we apologize for the uh, mistake. We apologize for the miscommunication, you know, forgive us. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and remove that. But think about if how many people, that might have happened to where they weren't given the same kind of grace. What if they just got a copy strike? What if it was their last one? Whole channels deleted, all their content gone. Whether it's TikTok, I'm not TikTok shit, Twitch or uh, YouTube. I mean, these are these are musicians we're talking about here. We're we're not talking about people who pirate music and go play it for people just randomly, right? Like. I can think of other musicians too. T Pain, Logic, both of them hip, uh, r- well, rap artists. One, one former hip hop, now turned rap. The other directly rap his entire career. Both artists, completely different genre, 
Same concept. Now you think that's fucked up. I, I got something. I got something for you. Um, I'm just gonna read this. This was December twentieth, twenty twenty. Okay. Monday. So this is talking about the coronavirus relief package that we got in. I guess it was approved in December. We got in January. Okay. Monday night, Congress approved an over $2 trillion government spending and coronavirus relief package that included a handful of controversial copyright and trademark measures. A felony streaming bill authored by Senator Thomas Tillis was included as part of that massive package. Um, yes, Congress approved a new bill Monday that would classify illegal streaming as a felony offense. This includes YouTube, Twitch, etc. But the feds won't be going into your favorite Twitch streamers, YouTubers, or their subscriber. They're more interested in services dedicated to streaming pirated content. The funny thing is about that is I was watching a YouTube video the other day talking about the exact same thing we are and like how musicians playing their own music and people like playing music in the background. They get a warning, then they get a strike, then they get, they can actually be charged with a felony offense for this shit. And that is legit. It was in the fucking COVID relief package. Like, what? You know how dangerous that is for artists? Extremely. Because that goes direct, and uh, you know, that's a phenomenal segue because that goes directly in reference to what I was just talking about. What happens, what happens if a bot or even a manned moderator goes in and hears his music and doesn't recognize the fact that they're the artist who created it, produced it, own it. Right. You could be giving them a multi-thousand dollar felony charge. When, what if it, okay, I think of it like this, in that, in that sense. What happens, truly, what happens if, I don't know, uh, let's just say Ryan, we brought him up from fit for a king. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ryan Kirby starts his stream, right? You have to have 50 followers and, uh, three other parameters met. I know it's time streamed days streamed. And one other, uh, you have to meet all four parameters to become, uh, Twitch affiliate, which allows you to start making money. Uh, besides donations, like I think people can dono, but they had to dono to a d- different site. Like it won't show up on Twitch. Right. So let's say, let's say that happens, right? Let's say that Ryan, Ryan's doing that and keep in mind, everybody out there, this is strictly hypothetical. This is not what happened. Ryan, Ryan Kirby. We love you. You're, you're God's gift to music. I'll see you at Blue Ridge rock fest. Your, your voice is amazing. Um, give the boys a high five for us. Um, but let's say Ryan starts his stream and he's not Twitch affiliate yet. Let's say he goes and plays a couple songs from fit for a King on the, on his uh, stream, right? Yeah. New album just came out. Might want to tease it to the fans a little bit or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to drop a 10 second teaser real quick. Like, Oh, 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 oh didn't mean to play that. Whoopsie. Y'all want to hear this breakdown in this new song we're about to release. Yeah. But then he gets hit with copyright. What if he, who's already trying to make a new path within his career while dealing with COVID stuff, you know, that he's not on the road yet. And he's not making money. By no means a huge act either. 
Yeah, like I mean, you know, well, when they headline, they're selling places out. But like, we're not talking amphitheaters here. We're not talking like like Justin Bieber would probably be fine through the pandemic. Bands like Fit for King, Dayseeker, all of them, they need a little bit more than just their like career from two years ago to get by currently. Exactly. So, what you're telling me is this man hasn't even started making money yet, and suddenly he has a, a multi thousand dollar charge against him, felony charge for copyright because the moderator didn't know that was his song. Like, think about that. Put that into perspective. So now, now you have a streaming service who's taking money from streamers because they're playing quote unquote copyrighted material when they're literally doing what they do on the road. I'm sorry, but you don't see James Hetfield coming off of his high pedestal to come rip somebody's asshole open when they play a Metallica or like a few seconds of a Metallica song at a concert because everyone, you know, is, is, is jiving and they decide they want to do a little like three minute ditty of just, you know, random covers. They know mm-hmm. you don't see him coming out of his high pedestal when someone wants to go play one at, at, at a music festival. You, you don't see, um, fucking, um, uh, Tom Araya come down when, when somebody, you know, uses the intro to fucking raining blood. Like you're not seeing this kind of shit anywhere. Right. And but on, you top, have- on top of that too, like, and again, we're talking about musicians here and this kind of applies. There's a lot of stories going around right now of people like streaming their games. Like let's talk about death stranding who has music from bring me the horizon and aura. And a lot of people I listen to, they can't even stream the video game with the volume up without getting hit with a DMCA strike because of the music in the fucking game. You're exactly right. And then, and then this, I just read this too. This, this is an add on to what I read earlier. The Senator introduced an 11th hour omnibus bill that could make anyone streaming copyrighted music liable to serve jail time. Regardless I fucking of strikes. dare them. I fucking dare them. Because that, you know what, you know what that is? That's the federal government getting into shit. They don't know anything about. That's the fucking boomer sitting on Capitol Hill thinking they know what's going on and they have nothing fucking figured out. And that also tells me that that's that these record labels that we've talked about before where bands, I'm going to put it out there for you right now as a musician who has played, who has been signed, who has gone out and even booked his own shows the whole nine. I've done everything from the ground up my guy and girl. I'm going to give you some quick fucking brutal, just noteworthy shit right now. Record labels need you more than you need them. Point blank period. Yeah. That's why you're seeing so many copy strike issues. That's why you're seeing the federal government getting involved in shit. They had know nothing about. And that's why you're seeing so many content creators getting their assholes ripped open because record labels are losing money. Why? You can go thank the band Our Last Night for this, especially in the metal community. Why? Because Our Last Night literally turned the entire fucking metal world on its head when they went and got big playing covers online and then literally booked a worldwide fucking tour headliner and sold it out on their own. They weren't playing mega stadiums. They weren't playing amphitheaters. They were playing clubs and bars and packing the houses out, making a shit ton of money all on their own. 
they proved that record labels are not needed. And and there are so many bands doing independent stuff nowadays too, like that are, that are fine. And and the other thing I was going to say here too, is do you really think the record label is going to help any of these artists out with any of these strikes? Or do you think the record label is going to go to the DMCA on behalf of one of their fucking 80 bands that they're signed? Absolutely fucking not. No, they're going to fucking leave them out to dry. hundred percent. You are exactly right. And apparently you might face jail time for playing your own goddamn rift on on your fucking switch stream like and that's and that blows my mind that all of this i guarantee without a shadow of a doubt all of this can be derived and whittled down to record labels recognizing they are about to start eating dirt the i hope it happens these bands bands hear me out hear me out the only thing a record label has that that can help you is the fact that they can book shows if you take the time to network with other bands, I guarantee you, you'll get places. Or just hire a halfway decent manager. Correct. Who works for you and you be your own brand. Correct. The age of the record label is gone. I guarantee if you go look at all the paperwork and I'll do the research on this. So, you know, we'll, we'll do a follow-up episode to this here in the coming weeks. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll break down all the information we find for sure. Um, we, we can definitely research this, but I would, but I would bet without a doubt that it is the record label who is constantly going and making this happen because Twitch is not affected. Think about for years, my dude, for years, literal years, Twitch literally had content creators playing whatever they wanted on, on stream. No one gave a rat's white ass. No one. Then all of a sudden, boom, hit. Here we go. Here comes the hammer. The band hammer's coming. YouTube, same concept. They had all these content creators using music and clips and all kinds of crazy shit. No one gave a rat's ass. Then all of a sudden, boom, band hammer comes hitting. The only reason that started happening is simply because without a shadow of a doubt, the record labels got pissed because they weren't making revenue off of things they quote unquote own. And now what you have is the record labels coming back to try and get as much money as they can to stay afloat. I mean, and you notice how all this shit hit the fan with COVID too. Like we're talking, this bill was passed sometime in December of 2020, well over eight months after COVID had started. So these record labels, they saw the cash falling out of their pockets. They saw how they were losing money. No, didn't give a shit to help out the bands, but they saw that they were losing money. Oh, and look, all of a sudden, the DMCA is involved in a fucking government stimulus package for a fucking pandemic. Yep. Well, let's just sneak this in there right now. It's a good time for it, right? We're all losing money. We can all agree on that. It's just like all the bullshit that came in the last COVID bill when they were trying to send billions of dollars overseas. It's it's ways for people to try and capitalize on things they shouldn't need, they shouldn't be capitalizing on. And if for record labels to be doing this now, especially knowing how much it's affected artists, look here, look, I, I don't give any any fucks towards record labels, especially 
if they went and fucking did this because the artist is the one who suffers the most, not you. The record labels are going to be making royalties upon royalties upon royalties for music they've owned for years and years and years. They, I mean, literally that that's part of why you saw Metallica go after Napster so many fucking years ago because they didn't want their music being pirated out. Mm-hmm. They're going to be making money. Dude, the royalties that these labels are raking in are exponential to say the least. I'm going to bring up another specific artist real quick. Do you think that Dayseeker makes more money off of Dayseeker music or their record label makes more money off of Dayseeker music? I have no fucking doubt that the record label they were under when they made their first few albums. Uh, are, I know they left. They left yeah. their record label. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that record label uh, gives up the rights. No, the record label probably still owns more of the music than Rory does. Probably. I'm assuming here. I'm not saying that's the case. Probably. But in like, and like, a lot of people were like, "Oh, look how Taylor Swift stuck it to the man." It's like, okay, here's what Taylor Swift did: something that most artists can't do. Taylor Swift went and bought all of her rights back. She purchased her own songs back and went and re-recorded every, or she is recording every album she made under her previous record label. So she owns the rights to everything. But here's the thing. I'm going to even use a big fucking arena sellout band like Bring Me the Horizon. They can't even do what Taylor Swift did. Taylor Swift is fucking loaded. Yep. So yes, while everyone is cheering her on, that's great. I'm glad a record label got fucked by an artist, but that is not a typical thing that can happen, people. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. All y'all out there, listeners, like I said before, if you're a musician, just understand that you hold so much power and i mean so much power for when it comes to music and when it comes to the music that you play websites we have and like what we were talking about with census last week with tiktok like yep just remember that you hold so much power in your hands you don't need you, you don't need all these other you know uh odds and ends to be blinding you from what you should be getting right. so Aaron, I think we should follow up on this. I and think. Then, well, real quick, real quick. While we're on this topic, I do want to say this too. I know that not every record label fucks their artists. Correct. And shout out to the record labels that backed and stood behind their artists during the pandemic. Like I know Fearless Records did. I know Fearless Records was really good to their artists and they gave their artists outlets and like sponsored live streams and stuff like that like not all record labels are doing this but i would say at least 75 80 percent of them are but anyway shout out to the ones that were good to their artists because i know it meant a lot to the artists you're exactly right you're exactly right um aaron i think we should do a follow-up on this i really like to see what we can find on researching a lot of this um i also off the top of my head can think of a few horror stories uh uh honor crest a band here from uh virginia definitely one that i can think of that i'd love to talk about but um you know that'll be for a future episode listeners tell us what you think uh, tell us what you think about the twitch side of things the youtube side of things and what you think if, if record labels are just trying to you know fuck you over and is it time for everybody all musicians to rally together and give a big fuck you to the man um or do you think that people still need them let us know. Uh, send us a message. Anchor.fm forward slash get low music podcast. We'd love to hear what you have to say. You can send it through a uh, voice uh, message or te- uh, actual text message on there. Uh, you can also tweet us 
Uh, where, Aaron? At get underscore low underscore pod. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we will see you in the next one. You know what time it is. I'm Joe. I'm A.A. Ron. And as always. Get low.